listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. She's so outrageously beautiful, amazingly beautiful. Who would have known that she hated every time she takes a look in the mirror? All she hear is how she could have kept that nigga. If she had bigger titties, pretty eyes, slimmer hips, lighter skin, that she'd be gorgeous. Ordinary ain't enough, so she plucks and she plucks implants and tummy tucks. Suck it in hell. Suck it. <gasps> like that. I'm sorry. Uh, really wish. <laughs> really wish she was thin but then she'd be perfect picture perfect personally there's there's person that surpasses what you see but there's a circuit she's a part of she was brought up to be bought up and these ballers ain't been calling her since autumn like they ought to be part of me understands but I, otherwise it's sanskrit how a damsel can use her hands down her throat so her pants fit famine she stands in front of the mirror tearing up asking why she ain't enough hey welcome to the black out Tales podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on uh wednesday end of the week wednesday yes it is oh podcasting since podcasting been fucking podcasting yeah, y'all we we this is a very busy week we have we have been recording more than days in the week and yeah i uh did uh balls these sports this morning and uh and pregame of course and now we're about to do this and then tomorrow my day off i'm gonna record a little something for three guys on i mean look it's about to grind y'all okay so if you're in these podcast streets holler at us when you see us in these streets okay because we everywhere right now we I put that on everything everywhere mm-hmm. we like texas pete we on everything y'all love ain't that the truth uh of course this podcast it's called the blackout tips comes on five days a week model shows nothing's wrong it's funny the official weapon of the show is the taser. an unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Today's podcast is brought to you by Sunspot and Other Ratchetness and the Best of Rod and Karen, which are Shadow Dog Productions audio play albums that have Karen and I on them. Yes. See how easy that is? You can listen to them on Amazon, iTunes, just snap those things up, leave them reviews, or you can listen to them on the streaming services such as Spotify and Tidal. Just search our names and we'll come up and you can leave us well you can listen to those you can't leave reviews but you know what i'm saying just check us out okay we out here in these streets we're trying to we're trying to we're trying to be everywhere right now okay guys Claire, we what the what visa mastercard we ever wouldn't want them everywhere you be, want to be everywhere your black ass want to be i think right. that's the that's the motto okay this episode is brought to you by loot crate as well which is a monthly mystery crate filled to the brim with all kinds of exclusive toys and games and collectible items for all you nerdy nerd nerds out there that's just living in these nerd streets trying to get your nerd life uh all you got to do is go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt enter code tbgwt you get three dollars off of any new subscription uh later on we'll give you a more a better description we'll talk about our favorite things from the box as of late um all right all kinds of stuff is going on i don't even know where to start really um let's see uh you know what it's a uh, wednesday mm-hmm. um why don't we kick it off uh with something we haven't done in a couple of days and that is lgbtq news
you'll be understanding and uh educated on all the things that our brothers and sisters and uh you know non-gender conforming people go through uh nearly 50 percent of lgbt pupils are bullied at school or report finds that's a lot now i don't know uh how that compares to uh i don't know how that compares to uh to other students studies but you know well one in two chance nigga that's a lot nearly half of lgbt pupils experience bullying the new reporters found amid growing concern that transphobia is on the rise in schools well i wonder where the kids will be getting that from while homophobic abuse has declined in recent years the research shows 64 percent of transgender pupils have uh been subjected to bullying in school with many schools uh found to not be equipped to support transgender pupils um and you know that uh the people in charge are not they're actively trying not to be equipped because their ultimate goal is for trans people to not exist they're just like everybody go back into the closet pretend to be whatever the fuck you need to do to get by and that's the end of that the findings published last week by lgbt charity stonewall show that schools are also less likely to flag up transphobic beauty uh bullying while seven in ten lgbt students believe that schools will not tolerate homophobic bullying less than half believe the teachers are stringent with uh while addressing abuse directed at transgender students you know now one thing i will say though um and i guess is uh, anyway uh because i don't know how to frame it because i'm not it's better than it was so i put it that way 70% 70% of students feeling like if it's homophobic the teachers and people know how to how to handle that that's got to be a lot higher than when I was in school oh yeah because I feel like when I was in school it was like that was the number one type of bullying and I don't mean like I'm gonna bully someone who is LGBT but like I'm gonna call you a homophobic slur to demean you and stuff like regardless if you fit in the category or not yeah but it was like being gay is an insult i i i wonder if those numbers have gone down somewhat as you know society over the years has become more vocal and more um i don't want to say accepting but more you're seeing it more you see more people who are uh lgbt well lg l l and g you see more l and g 
um in regular like you know it's more, sports yeah you there's news anchors now who are openly out there's like that has changed in my lifetime because there's times when i'm i mean now it's not perfect there's still people that are in and stuff but i'm just saying in general that's changing my lifetime to where it's like oh yeah so-and-so's gay and it didn't change anything about their career right they didn't just have to disappear now it wasn't a scandal they didn't get caught being gay it was just i'm gay right the end you know um that's kind of interesting because that number has to be a lot higher than when i was a kid because i feel like teachers never did shit um you know and if there was a kid who was you know um suspected to be gay it clearly like people were relentless i still remember kids from my neighborhood where it's like people were mocking them joking them talking shit about them and it's like damn this is pretty open like nobody y'all don't feel bad at all there's no Mm -mm. um teachers aren't stepping in seeing people joke these kids um it was like a whole ass thing and nobody said shit so i guess there's some silver lining is that they're doing better but now that we have people who are just now becoming aware that they're transgender people and it's just now starting to work its work its way into like legislation uh school uh guidelines and things of this nature well now you have this huge push against trans people and inclusion so no wonder the schools aren't prepared there's people who actively don't want the school to be prepared like what do you do with that yeah when they strip funding don't give you what you need don't prepare you they fight against it legislatively people don't get proper training because just think at the heart of this is a kid somewhere so it's just like what bathroom can i go to and that's a whole legislative fight taking place in the court system and the political system i just don't need to use the bathroom i would just like if i get bullied for a teacher to know how to talk to me you know for there to be some guidelines i like for my bully to be you know told to leave me alone that's a whole ass like ordeal um yep the transgender pupils also twice as likely to try to take their own lives two and five transgender pupils have attempted to commit or to commit suicide compared to just one in five among lg and b pupils uh the likelihood of bullying due to sexuality varies throughout the country it adds uh the highest rate of bullying was reported in wales where 54 percent of lgbt students are subject to bullying while the lowest rate was found in greater london okay so this is actually overseas a study so who knows what, <laughs> who knows that we are even tracking this in america we're not interesting where less than 40 percent receive abuse uh researchers less than 40 percent that is like a oh okay greater london whoo hey guys you got a less than one out of two chance of uh, someone bullying you um researchers also found that one in five lgbt pupils have been taught about safe sex and same-sex relationships oh that's very low speaking of yeah that's because when you learn in health class they don't teach you that so you're not teaching oh, about condoms you're not teaching about proper what you know anal sex like just keep that real like like you're yeah. not talking about alternative they're not talking about sex between two women or two men or nope or anything and, else and and even uh straight, straight people have anal sex so i think anal sex actually need to be covered most of the time in sex education class it's normally heterosexual sex is taught you're not taught about uh anal sex whatsoever all right they said they couldn't hear the song in the chat yeah all right uh i don't know why let me refresh guys let me see if that fixes it okay i don't think i changed anything come right back that sucks yeah, y'all they had said to they hear just us. heard us singing i know y'all heard acapella acapella 
but yes <laughs> um let me see if uh this fixes it because they need to hear these sound clips and all that stuff all right yes i know right so wait were they not hearing any music before the show started i'm not sure yeah, yeah were y'all not hearing any music before the show started was that was that what was happening so so it just looked like you were just so y'all were just listening to me jam that is ridiculous you guys should definitely say something <laughs> so they're just looking at you bop flowers because yeah. i heard the music y'all are some weirdos man i'll tell you that much when y'all come in and y'all don't see the music y'all see him moving y'all let him know yeah let me check the um settings real quick as well so y'all just watch him for 30 minutes let me check the setup page uh, okay that's the camera default is yeah, might be something not allowing you to go through let me try this this will refresh real quick mm-hmm. they ain't hear the gay news song y'all y'all so such nice people yes. i know i they so nice i was listening to jay-z before y'all got on here i mean you were rocking too and nobody was like hey i can't hear the music nigga so let me do y'all hear this hold on it's not started yet all right now okay all right so they hear i choose you all right sorry y'all missed that uh that glorious rendition of uh whatever the fuck of uh do you want to funk i would be embarrassed if it wasn't for uh you know the fact that we've been doing this for so long um, i know honey they probably would was, was singing their hearts out and uh for the people listening to later on they're gonna hear the music right uh at any rate man um you know it seems to be horrible uh as per the, per usual uh, uh let's see what else happened uh I, andrew garfield claims that he's gay without the physical act which started a firestorm on twitter like uh people were not feeling that shit at all he inadvertently set off a controversy this week when he proclaimed himself to be a gay man without the physical act the comment came as garfield 33 was speaking monday about his role in the production of angels in america a 1993 play about the aids crisis and other lgbt issues being staged in london garfield plays the gay protagonist prior walter and was asked during the q a how he got ready for the role as far as i know i'm not a gay man he said maybe i'll have an awakening later in my life which i'm sure will be wonderful and i'll get to explore that part of the garden but right now i'm secluded to my area which is wonderful as well i adore it but a big concern was what right do i have to play this wonderful gay role i was about it was about doing honor doing justice and knowing my history uh garfield explained that he spent a lot of his free time preparing to become prior then he brought up rupaul's drag race the reality tv contest that's been airing for nine seasons my only time off during rehearsals every sunday i would have eight friends over and we would just watch rue this is my life outside of this play i'm a gay man right now just without the physical act that's all oh yeah i see why people had a problem with that i was like yeah yeah i see why you got a problem with that his response spread instantly attitude for example published a story with the headline andrew garfield i'm a gay man now because i watch rupaul's drag race queerty condemned the remarks writing that even though garfield was likely not trying to be offensive it doesn't really work like that garfield also made waves on twitter with several users compla- compared to actor to james franco in 2016 did an interview with himself as both straight james and gay james 
garfield's comments didn't sit well with the lgbt community in part because the challenges people already face suicide is the second leading cause of death among people 10 to 24 lesbian gay and bisexual teens are four times more likely than straight peers to attempt it according to the trevor project about 40 percent of homeless young people are lgbt lgbt americans often have trouble finding health care and are often targets of hate crimes in 2007 the fbi dealt with more than 7600 such incidents and nearly a fifth of them were motivated by sexual orientation according to the human rights campaign hate crimes are also on the rise since the election of donald trump at southern poverty law center intelligence project director heidi Byrich, i guess told newsweek earlier this year in short the oppression is real garfield may be having a rough time right now because there's a new spider-man movie coming out and he's not in it but he <laughs> shade but he might not want but he might want to watch his words yeah man i mean i can definitely relate to why that's fucked up yeah that was like you can't watch paul drag race and say that statement like, yeah, like, like, like that, i, I like, am gay right that 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 ain't your key in mm-hmm. mm. yeah i'm a, i am i am a gay man mm. uh because i like watching gay stuff on tv that make me gay but without having the gay sex so other than that and maybe one day i'll awaken and i'll be gay at some point later on in my life but not right now yeah you know what it is i think it's the guilt of taking the role would yeah i had to be but just don't take it i mean i'm i hate to be like that but i mean it's one of the things where you take it play it but don't take the role yeah like it bothers you that much because right you know actually they could have gave it to somebody that was actually gay instead you could have turned it down ain't you know ain't like you um you probably can go in and walk in they you know most places you know because it's not like he's a nobody he probably can walk in and get hot on the spot he's not he's not one of the people that would have to constantly um go out and um do like a roll call or whatever that is for the role yeah you know what's interesting to me is uh, audition uh, but you know oh, okay. what's, you know what's interesting to me is um he like i don't think the person was asking him like i don't think it was a challenge like what make you think you could be a gay man or whatever because honestly people of all types have played different gender orientations on the screen Mm -hmm. um people may be annoyed with some of this shit but ultimately it's that thing where like it's not gonna stop so the horses left the barn you just gotta let people be annoyed with you just the same way that when uh, a cisgender person plays a trans person on like they're gonna be people are gonna be annoyed you knew that when you took the role you ain't have a problem cashing the check so you gotta take the criticism yes you do you know jeffrey tambor's a dude he won a fucking like emmy and still got up there and had to be like but it'll be even better when trans people can play trans people on tv and they don't need people like a guy a straight white guy like me doing da 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 i mean it's kind of lip service but at the same time that you knew that controversy was coming in, in this case man i just would have been like look man i study for the role i um you know i i I, these words on this page speak to me blah 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 like just leave it you don't have to be like well i'll tell you what i listen to sylvester so and beyonce is queen yes uh so i'm gay and basically just without having sex and uh no more questions please okay thank you china is banning gay content from the internet china over there like fuck what your mama said we blocking everything somewhere uh mike pence just went so uh 
we could do that we could do that is that uh huh i didn't know didn't know you could now what button is that um because i'm fitting to be president eventually and i hate gay people yeah they banned any display of abnormal sexual behaviors from online video and audio content and that does include homosexuality as far as they're concerned yep all right um let's see what else we got here um oh from one of my favorite sites unicorn booty people are pissed oh shit that the largest lgbtq travel network is endorsing trump hotels i would too lgbtq activists and businesses have expressed outrage over the international gay and lesbian travel association's recent listing of three trump hotels among its successful businesses supporting lgbtq tourism trump his administration and political party have all helped roll back lgbtq rights nationwide making trump hotels inclusion in iglta's ranking scene wrongheaded and tone deaf we asked igla igla uh why they included the hotels and asked also asked a gay travel writer a longtime lgbtq travel industry professional and a tourist business owner their thoughts um the iglta touts itself as the world leading global travel network dedicated to connecting and educating lgbtq travelers and the businesses that welcome and support them along the way but on july 5th it announced three trump hotels trump soho new york trump international hotel and tower chicago and trump international hotel and tower new york as successful businesses supported lgbtq tourism mm-hmm. by including the hotels among others listed on the website the iglta encourages lgbtq travelers to do business with them considering trump's ongoing mistreatment of the lgbtq community one wonders why the iglta has included trump branded hotels at all the inclusion of trump hotels into the iglta isn't new in 2011 michael jones deputy managing director of online petition site change.org petitioned the iglta board to dump trump to dump trump properties citing trump's anti-equality views right in the month that followed the petition's creation the iglta board planned to discuss whether to revoke the membership of trump properties but it's unclear whether they ever took any actions mm. Mm. If I was using that service, because a lot of times them services you probably gotta pay membership fees, you know, and shit like that. I wouldn't use that service no more. Even if I was straight, I wouldn't use that service no more. Yeah, um, they said the IGLTA president said of the three properties that are IGLTA members, two have been with the organization since 2012. Trump Soho is owned by a California-based real estate investment company. Trump International Hotel in New York, Tower, New York, and Chicago are condo hotels where each unit is individually owned. And these properties have hosted numerous same-sex weddings in its banquet and event space. Their catering sales associates have also completed gay wedding institution certification course to better serve the LGBT wedding market. Don't matter to me. Got his name on it. He also sent a link to the IGLTA bylaws, bylaws, uh, but neither he nor any other IGLTA representative provided any further insight into our uh, questions yeah man i don't know dog they still got trump on the outside you know that's gonna be a tough sell correct sound like they just been around for a while and paid all they dues and shit and that's like yeah, well we we always put them in sounds like what they are saying but come on man you gotta know come on yeah and it's one of the things where i think trump could have cared less but now since he's president he has to care like mm-hmm. you know i don't think he was like kill all the gays and shit like that but you know that 
that with your party and your administration won't you do so that's what you're doing now so who gives a fuck about before as of right now you don't represent uh positive things to this community so if you want people to continue to use your service and you know i'm pretty sure you probably have to pay fees attached to that they're not doing this shit to the kindness of their hearts you're gonna have to separate yourself from them and everybody else too a lot of people are getting protested um, when people find out that you have something Trump associated, Trump mm-hmm. anything, people are like, nope, fuck that. Well, especially the LGBT community, black community, Latino community, like immigrants, Muslims, like there's a there's a lot of people that don't want to do business that promotes these this name. Like his policies are anti all that shit. Like you know, this is why there's infighting within the LGBT community because you have so many people that are like whiteness makes the quote-unquote decisions and gets the brand tm and decides you know what to celebrate and stuff you know uh reggie on what's the t has some good thoughts about this um uh, a couple weeks ago where he kind of talked about pride uh month and how it's a big ass party but he's like it's not a big ass party for everybody no it's not and you know people aren't aware of that then they you know they kind of lose the struggle in it in the idea of like this is just a fun thing for you know uh white people and then allies to put on rainbow shirts and come out and dance and it's like it's it's deeper than that where you know this is all of a sudden it's time to stop talking about people dying in the streets people um because that's all they came for like right they came to throw up glitter and that's it like we didn't we came from glitter and rainbows your problems we not trying to hear you not rain on our parade but it's like hey everything ain't about you and what you got to go through you're partying but in reality you're partying because of your privilege right charlie craggs is working on dispelling myths about transgender people one gorgeous manicure at a time the 24 year old trans activist is making a name for herself with her innovative company called nail transphobia a pop-up nail salon that is designed to spark conversation eliminate misconceptions and build stronger communication the logistics are pretty brilliant the salon in question is installed at various museums events and festivals allowing anyone to attend to receive a free manicure along with the opportunity to talk to a transgender person in turn the customer is able to learn about being trans and hopefully erase any misconceptions they have about the trans community as craigs explains on her website the simple act of having a discussion can be extremely educational especially for someone who might have never met a trans person before i want people to go away with more than just a manicure i want them to go away an ally she says uh all right i mean that's definitely a different way to tackle it yeah very different way to tackle it craig's founded nail transphobia nail transphobia in 2013 after realizing that there was a serious need for a heightened dialogue in order to bring awareness to people outside the trans community now the 24 year old has expanded the project to also offer a series of free workshops called nailing it these events are designed to help trans women and non-binary femmes through the process of transition as well as promote the importance of self-love for craigs nail transphobia is more than just a company it's the way of the future as she recently said in a facebook live event with refinery 29 i'm able to shout about important things that matter so that's what i want to do keep shouting we totally applaud craigs efforts and the world needs more people like her that's interesting because one you know it's rooted in kind of being nice like you're doing something for somebody uh i would i would guess it's probably mostly women who are gonna want the free manicure and whatnot um but one of the things i think is interesting about this is it kind of goes off this theory but you know I, i think which is true but if you meet somebody that is real and in your face 
the talking points you have stop becoming a uh theory and start becoming reality right because a lot of people that are racist not just funny it's positive country where niggas just ain't in the town or the city so yeah it's easy to say that shit when you don't have a black person stand you in your face and the same thing about these other groups of people they're quote unquote because they're probably around you but they're you might not know this but once you actually see and there's a face to it it changes your perspective and like i said people big and bad and cut a fool online but when somebody looking in your face you're not gonna some people are crazy enough to say the same thing but the average person is not yeah we don't know the exact number of trans people because it's not even a category on the census right but um you know we do know that it's not um is one it's not always obvious to people two people aren't always comfortable talking about that shit because it can be dangerous uh depending on who the fuck you're talking to correct um but it sounds like at a festival at a museum these are controlled spaces where hopefully you can have a discussion have security hopefully people come to be open-minded at the events you're choosing um to be educated but like i said it makes shit real for people and it's unfortunate because it, it really does suck but sometimes you see conversations about people and they talk about them like the person is a a concept but not a real person correct like there's no empathy in the way they talk it's very technical and clinical um and that's why sometimes i'll shut down a discussion because i'm like this has just become about you wanting to be educated when you could just do a google search or read an article you know there's this it's like when men are talking about women on say facebook and they go these females be doing this that other that's almost like the reason you're saying that is because it's like an assumption that no woman is seeing this or if she does she just knows that she just knows your heart she knows that you must mean it in a good way you know that kind of thing where people say that kind of shit and it's like oh in this discussion women aren't really people to you Mm -mm. they're just a thing that we're arguing over like a basketball stat or something they're not a real this isn't you're not considering the possibility that someone's actually reading this that may be affected by your words you and you and you applaud yourself for that right like you're like oh something great yeah look at me i'm academic i you know uh i i saw i was uh listening to somebody that was talking about how like you know uh, i don't need a safe space and all this shit the other to the other day and i was like um you say that because you're the person that says fucked up shit right like like you're not saying that because you know people come to you with something fucked up and you have to go wow i can't okay you're harassing me no you'll never feel like that you're the harasser so you 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 label your fucked upness under this idea of open-mindedness when it's really just belligerence you go around arguing with people that don't have that, that are you know inclusive and shit like that and you make it seem like they're weak for being like yeah man i don't want to tolerate your uh your ignorance on my on my page i don't want to tolerate your ignorance and, and you in got, my life and i was out of so many groups you got booted out to so that's your response to right. you not being included in groups it's everybody else's fault but yours it's you know i'm just you know and it's the thing where like they always talk that game but they don't hang around any like white supremacists they don't let like there's no white like there's no white supremacist that comes on that page every day and goes you know actually you niggers are stupid or whatever you know like they would not allow that disrespect to happen but somehow they want to be able to spread that disrespect to other people right but that's kind of that's kind of like what i think happens in a lot of these conversations is you know um it's sad because like i said you have to meet people where they are but i feel like a lot of people are like oh my god 
a trans person is touching my hand and doing my nails i guess it's not what i read on facebook i guess it's not right the link the that, stupid meme that i saw i guess it's not what fox news said it's sad that it's that way but you know much like we talk about how men having daughters and wives a lot of times it's the shit that quote unquote wakes them up to sexual right. uh the, issues oh, that's so fucking irritating to me talking to you i had to learn how to get over that but that's one thing that just oh that just burns me up it's like why the fuck you either got to be related to a fucking or to care about her i don't understand this concept but go ahead yeah but i mean everyone has that in a different way normally correct like there's something that you just never thought about till you're like oh shit you know like i like i said i didn't know a person that was either not from america or a black person that wasn't from america or was first generation american until i got to college yeah same here so it was a concept to me until until i met somebody i was like oh oh you're from africa okay oh you're from trinidad and tobago okay okay i got it like i that was just a thing in my head that i just never had thought about i I remember feeling so ignorant i talk about this all the time but i remember talking to my friends from trinidad and tobago and being like so what was it like man y'all don't have like running water and shit and it was like like they started laughing so hard and they were like what what are you talking about i was like i don't know man y'all from a third world country so it's like what flies on y'all face and shit and like <laughs> you know like hungry dogs running around and shit and they're ah! like what what the fuck where did you get that from right and i'm like that's what i see on tv when i see black people not from america if they not from like europe or one of these white places I always like give 20 cents and you can feed little jabubu and it's like right and i'm like this is my american ignorance coming out i i it's not me trying to be a dick i am being a dick no i'm not gonna deny it. i mean obviously i'm being a dick i'm stupid but i literally don't know better and y'all are the first people i'm meeting from somewhere not in the continental united states correct that are black and they're talking to me and they're like you sound really fucking stupid and this is what it's like in trinidad does this look like we fucking don't I mean, do do we look like you know? <laughs> I got fly, do I have flies on my face currently? Do I? And I'm like, no, this is, and that's how I learned I was stupid. But that's how that's how you learn sometimes. And so maybe right, this is something that'll learn. help. Um, and then with the classes, maybe that'll help too. Yeah, educate people. Yes. Uh, gay couples win same sex uh, win same pension rights as straight couples after historical legal battle. A former cavalry officer has won a landmark legal battle to secure equal rights for gay couples over their pensions as enjoyed by heterosexual couples. John Walker, 65, battled all the way to the Supreme Court after his former bosses at Chemicals Group and NoSpec Limited refused to confirm that his partner could have access to his pension after his death. He argued the stance of discrimination based on his sexual orientation, meaning gay couples had less rights than heterosexual couples, despite the 2005 Equalities Act. InnoSpec refused to give in, insisting that because Mr. Walker, who worked for the company for 20 years, had paid into his pension pro- scheme prior to the to his retirement in 2003, the Equalities Law did not count as it had not yet taken effect. But it, wow, really? Just on some moral shit, really? They trying to do technicalities, dog. People he paid try- into his pension. The money is not your money anymore. Really? Because mm-hmm. people ain't shit, dog. Companies ain't shit. That's why people need to really watch um, this with uh, them trying to take down unions. Trying more states are trying to come right to work states. Like people need to watch this shit because 
uh the thing is companies don't give zero fucks about workers how much fucking money could it be right for your company's bottom line like it's nothing to y'all to just do the right thing and now you look stupid you gotta go all the way to fucking court and now you're i know your company's name because y'all are the anti uh marriage equality company as opposed to inospect the chemical company or whatever the fuck y'all do ah idiots uh but yeah the, the, it ruled in the, the court ruled in his favor so that's good yeah hopefully they don't appeal just pay them why you wasting money you're wasting your company's money right such a dumbass how much money do they think they were gonna save how many what? gay people possibly could be in that company that are gonna be like you know what my pension's going to a same-sex person and then they would be like oh no we lost 12 billion dollars it's put like this probably the money it cost you for lawyers to fight was probably more than the person's pension plan i'm just keep it real because lawyers that shit ain't cheap yeah uh all right let's uh move it to some other news okay let's see what else we got here anything i feel like talking about um am i going to have to deal with this crap another 20 weeks a pregnant news anchor hits back uh at a viewer who called her baby bump disgusting in a shocking voicemail what is wrong with people like they really think they own these women's bodies because they happen to come on the air and tell you the weather every every day yep and not only that if you ever realize um and i know you you talked to a meteorologist Mm -hmm. about when she a black woman when she cut her hair that industry particularly the women that are on tv like that is very very uh sexist and racist Mm -hmm. um and if you ever realize a lot of the time especially uh women that do the news if you pay attention a lot of times when they're pregnant doing their whole pregnancy they wear dark colors they wear a lot of blacks and a lot of browns and a lot of blues you rarely see them in bright colors and a lot of it is probably because of this bullshit right here yeah she wore red in this dress and it's bright right it's bright Mm -hmm. and it emphasizes her bump so for a lot of people they just have a problem with that yep a person basically wrote in and said she was wearing two tight outfits on the air please go to target and buy some decent maternity clothes so you don't walk around looking like you got a watermelon strapped to your two tight outfits the unnamed woman said Hmm, you don't put your name on it wonder why Mm, yeah, I wonder why you wouldn't just tell the world. Please go to Target and buy some decent maternity clothes so you don't walk around looking like you got a watermelon strapped under your two tight outfits. Target's got a great line of maternity clothes in case you've never heard of such a thing. You're getting to where you're being disgusting on the TV couple things i find interesting one she sounds exactly how i thought somebody that calls it to a news station mad about a woman's clothes sounds two it was a woman not shocked at that either three great ad for target uh i mean target i don't know if they paid this woman maybe this is a viral marketing campaign where target just says we need to market our maternity clothes so we need to call have some actors call in <laughs> but it's, it's a really great i now want to go to target and get some maternity clothes because of this woman's uh vouching for targets and and i'm gonna tell you right now uh truthfully and i might be wrong i'm gonna tell you before i make this statement Mm -mm. but 
I think that most of the viewing audience that actually watches news live, like watches news and pays attention, they're old people. Like most young people get their news and information through their apps, through their phones, through other means. They don't sit down at six o'clock on a dot at five thirty night. My that's my mama. She's been doing it forever. At five, five thirty six, you know, wake up early in the morning, five, five thirty, four thirty six. Like she watches the news. A lot of times these are older people that actually watch this shit live they would actually give a fuck everybody else you click on the clip when it comes online and where it pops up in your in, in your um uh your stream on google mm-hmm. here's what i would add karen uh i still feel like a black woman would not have been able to put this out because when ronda lee correct went on social media and said look at what these people said about my hair she ended up losing her job behind that shit by daring to just even say something it's so fucked up but it's true and i'm sure our friend michelle can vouch for this she works in this this industry but like any level of retaliation against the ridiculous shit that these women experience and go through and the stupid ass complaints they get any level of that you normally get fired or reprimanded for even bringing attention to it like if you go on a facebook page people call you fat and saying your clothes are slutty and shit if you better not say nothing you got to sit up there and act like well you know they're they're all we value all the channel now and viewers like it's amazing what they put these women through because somebody feels ownership to their body because they see them every day uh but she got to kind of talk about it uh in her response to the voicemail she began by professing her love for a job which more often than not fills her with joy however she acknowledged that having to look camera ready most days of the week can be nerve-wracking especially when pregnant being pregnant is already one of the most emotional insecure times of your life am i gaining too much weight am i gaining enough weight is my bump too high is my bump too low are these breakouts ever going to end is this pregnancy making my hair dull why are my nail beds doing this weird thing she wrote now throw yourself in front of a camera to ask 20 pounds every night find clothes that not only fit but also don't make you look like a whale and cake on enough hair and makeup products twice a day to moonlight as a las vegas showgirl and you'll understand where i'm coming from uh when she first heard the viewer's voicemail the first impulse was to delete it and move on unfortunately i'm pregnant hormonal currently not allowed to drink wine and feeling extra in touch with my feminist side she wrote in her blog post instead the host described the thoughts she went through in her head after hearing the woman's shocking words i'm only at what week 20 of this am i going to have to deal with this crap another 20 weeks should i have my consultant or my boss call her and tell her tailored form-fitting clothes look way better on air than baggy ones especially when pregnant is that a woman who called me is she a mother the freaking nurse she wrote oh yeah, yeah see sister would have got, got fired yeah anybody else would have got fired anybody brown would have lost their job right this was ronda talking about her hair they would have been like how dare you ronda warren also described how the woman's comment shook her self-confidence and caused a question whether she did in fact look disgusting she couldn't help but wonder which of her outfits had shocked the viewer much uh, so much she felt compelled to take the time to call warren and leave her a body shaming message man you cannot let these haters get into your head they are they are not there to add anything positive to your experience they are not and the thing is a lot of times they get joy out of catching your attention like they do it just for the sole purpose of attention they don't do it for any other reason right um nevada has a drug problem shops are running out of weed hmm nevada officials had declared a state of emergency over marijuana because there's not enough of it 
since recreational pot became legal two weeks ago two weeks ago retail dispensaries have struggled to keep their shelves stock and say they will soon run out of if nothing is done to fix the broken supply chain we didn't know the demand would be this intense al fasano co-founder of the las vegas relief said tuesday i like how they spell relief l-e-a-f uh all of a sudden you have like a thousand people at your door we have to tell people we're limited in our products in declaring a state of emergency late last week the state department of taxation warned that this nascent industry could grind to a halt as bad as that would be for marijuana consumers and the pot shops the state has another concern tax revenue a 10 percent tax on sales of recreational pot along with 15 percent on growers is expected to generate tens of millions of dollars a year for schools and the state's general fund reserves yep with about 100 growers in operation across nevada there's plenty of wholesale marijuana the crisis has to do with the distribution and the state rules over who is allowed to transport marijuana in the run-up to late to last year's state referendum over legalization which overwhelmingly approved by voters allowed people under that uh, i mean age 21 and over to buy or possess an ounce of the marijuana the state's powerful alcohol lobby worried that legalized weed would cut into liquor store sales so in concession with the with the alcohol industry the ballot measure stipulated that for the first 18 months of pot sales only wholesale alcohol distributors would be allowed to transport marijuana from cultivation facilities to the dispensaries mm-hmm. yeah because yeah and my thing yeah it's one of these things where you think that people that smoke weed don't drink also like i don't understand people that- it's big white man money trying to control shit you know these these already established uh companies so afraid of the competition because honestly people might stop smoke drinking as much as they can smoke yeah yeah now that's true yeah okay, you know it doesn't you, yeah. impair you as much as 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 alcohol, alcohol right you know so i could see people being them being nervous and being like competition i mean keep in mind this is why it's not legal in the first place in a lot of places it's not because we're like it's so much more dangerous than alcohol it's because mm-hmm alcohol already has its foot in of uh, all the money and pockets of, of of politicians and lawmakers so they're not trying to deal with this competition you know and they're not really set up to just take over the industry shit if alcohol people felt like they could sell weed as well they, as alcohol they, they wouldn't it wouldn't even it. it would flow so freely in this country but it, to them it's a competition it's a revenue stream that could damage theirs um so yeah they made the stupid ass rule and now the state who's basically probably budgeted and planned something for the money for that budget won't even be able to make ends meet with this shit and now it's gonna be time to hmm? i said you know they don't give a fuck now it's time to call leon and the boys and put them in jail for selling drugs to meet the demand that y'all couldn't meet with the government right people trying to do it the right way right uh dispensaries and state officials had anticipated the problem in late june the department of taxation attempted to loosen the licensing rule to allow dispensaries to transport their own marijuana but a district uh a district court judge blocked the request i wonder why because somebody from the alcohol and tobacco industry is paying him right he was like uh i would let y'all do that but um see the way my bank account is set up if y'all do that i'm gonna be losing money so yeah i don't know what they're gonna do because it only lasts for 18 months after 18 months all you know people are, well they do fucked up shit they're probably passing the law extended longer but after 18 months quote unquote everybody you know that law is supposed to be off the book so people can do what they need to do yep that's amazing though that uh it comes to that i never really thought about that but yeah if because a lot of people 
uh would smoke smoke and would be like well since i'm doing this and i can actually function a little bit better i'm not gonna drink no more i never would have thought about that but yeah that makes sense but some people do both now some people do both i'm yeah i'm not making an argument that they won't do both right but just i can see why they would be scared because it, it'll have less negative effects like there's no weed had anonymous shit but there's all kinds of alcohol alcohol's destroyed a lot of lives i'm sure we can mm-hmm. but not by yeah. itself you can't od on weed and shit you know a lot less fatalities dealing with it chipotle is making its own queso after refusing to for years why would they refusing to i know a lot of people ask i mean because don't nobody want that goddamn salsa that nasty ass salsa well um they're caving in because there's a lot of demand karen yeah people are like everybody else got a cheese sauce where your cheese sauce Mm-hmm. yeah they once trashed queso on the internet and they had a youtube ad that talked bad about queso but they took it down uh they wasn't hating on the melty cheese itself but on the fact that it's nearly impossible to make without stabilizers and other artificial ingredients that go against chipotle's mantra according to vice it seems they figured out a way to do that though because the chain's new public test kitchen in new york city is offering up queso as an option Hmm. uh so they're at least testing it there's no timetable when it will come part of the official menu but the chipotle wars have started with Cordova now because that's their biggest competition because nine nine times be funny i know people love moles but when people talk about it moles ain't i'm not a fan of moles uh i don't um, think they got cheese sauce either uh what do you mean moles don't got no cheese sauce or do they moles i, I think, think moles does moles does do. okay it it's ain't. very bland yeah, i don't i don't like good. it yeah i did not think it was very good um yeah it was yeah i don't know yeah, if you guys have had it but it's pretty trash yeah it's bland and and that's the thing is like if you're gonna have it at least make shit be good because i understand that like yeah we thinking about it but honey if it ain't good it ain't gonna make a difference yeah i mean hopefully it's good you know i mean i hope it's good it depends on your definition of good a lot of times white folks be like this is yummy and you be like that shit is nasty and where's the where at least put some paprika in damn all right i agree um a flight attendant smashed wine bottles on a man who tried to open the the exit door midair yeah yeah Mm um i i agree okay it's nitty right where my girls at? Let's go. Yeah, yeah. This a girl song, man. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. It's for the girls. What we gonna do, man? I'm gonna talk about them girls in the club, man. You know, I got some rider girls in here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Need a collabo. Okay. Listen, not all heroes wear capes. But motherfucker try to open up that door in the middle of the air by any means necessary. They was like, what you ain't gonna do is kill us today. Come on. I have seen this movie before. You cannot this ain't a bus. Come on. You can't just stop and get off when you want to. The fuck was you planning on going, man? It's a one way trip. Come on. I'm supposed to die because you ready to go? I guess it's my time to die. Well, it's not my time to die, bitch. Come on. Right upside your motherfucking head. And I will cheer that. I will buy that person a drink. I don't argue. I just hit that bitch with a bottle. 
come on man i bust your ass upside the head too we thousands of feet in the air he was it was a seattle to beijing flight and the melee were bottles of wine and they became weapons joseph huddock the fourth was subdued by multiple people he and more than 200 other people were aboard the plane when it took off about 5 p.m from seattle tacoma international airport nothing about his background as described in the fbi affidavit seemed extraordinary he's 23 flying on a dependent pass which an airline spokesman told the seattle times or something issued the relatives of delta employees oh well i guess he would have had some tights on y'all would have been a little more restrictive come on hudak had ordered a single beer before takeoff and appeared sober um they were crossing over vancouver island when he rose from his first class seat first class damn you get first class for them uh tickets uh walked into the bathroom he was inside about two minutes according to affidavit then he lunged toward the front the forward right exit door of the aircraft grabbing the handle and tried to pull it open holy shit oh so he was at the front of the plane two flight attendants yeah first class two flight attendants immediately stopped him uh wrote an fbi agent who later interviewed people on the plane they called for help when he pushed them away and kept trying to force the lever that held the door into place dustin jones seated just behind first class curtains told kiro tv that a flight attendant ran toward the back of the plane and announced code three flight attendant asked the passengers for help and called the pilot the pilot reported the emergency and swung the plane back toward seattle a second attempt a second attendant kept to uh, try to keep him to do but was punched and knocked to the ground a man got out of the seat to help witnesses could would tell the fbi that hudek punched him in the face repeatedly and hit him with a bottle of red wine of which several were lying around uh having fought off the initial resistance the fbi wrote hudek went back to the door and kept working on the lever by now other passengers are scared hudek had raised the lever halfway up holy shit flight crew members would later tell the fbi agent that had the plane been flying at a lower altitude the door would have came open a flight attendant picked up a wine bottle then a second one and smashed them over his head huddock then did not seem impacted by the breaking of a full liter red wine bottle over his head yeah the ones that break don't hurt as bad uh and instead shouted do you know who i am or something to that extent he kept fighting according to the affidavit breaking from a passenger's headlock and struggled even after multiple passengers had joined the fray but he was outnumbered and eventually subdued and held down in the galley zip ties fastened his limbs while the flight attendant told the passenger to return the lever to its proper place the u.s attorney's office charged him with interfering with a flight crew and released a photo of the gallery taken after the plane landed back at seattle airport it would look like a trashed hotel room dishes smashed food strewn beneath an exit sign the door and carpet sprayed with red wine or worse somebody had blood on their shirt passenger Brittany gardner told cairo tv even after all that jones told cairo hildek's energy had still not been exhausted he turned the wheelchair over in the middle of the airport screaming for people to help him oh he was been high as a kite yeah what was up with that dude you had to to be to be to for that much in you exhausting that much energy you had to be high like 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 it's it's some other force behind that mm-hmm. Mm-mm. no hell no yeah i'd have bust your bust your ass upside the head with a bottle too mm-hmm. oh, shout out to that flight attendant not all heroes wear capes now could be worse i guess what's worse than that a woman claims american airline staff left her sleeping in her seat 
as the man next to her masturbated during a transatlantic flight what a woman claims to have been left sleeping in her seat by american airline staff while the man next to her masturbated chloe king a new york-based pr and social media manager for the upscale department store bergdorf goodman described the horrifying experience on the medium uh on a post on the medium in the piece the 30 year old described how the man was sitting between her and another woman on the plane when they took off from new york at the end of may she fell asleep and the man who was not identified began masturbating she said according to miss king airline staff moved the other woman in the row but let her left her asleep on the window seat i mean you don't want to wake her up i guess you know she's sleeping comfortably and he's just got his dick in his hand going to work shortly before landing after she woke up a flight attendant pulled her to the back of the plane to tell her what had happened and inform her that the man would be arrested at the airport in paris well now you tell me rather than allow her to sit elsewhere the woman said she was forced to return to the shared row and climb over the man to return to the window seat until landing was he still masturbating or just uh the woman to his other side saw it happen and asked to be moved and the french police had been notified to arrest the man upon landing and they just wanted to let me know what they didn't do was wake me up and move me to a safe place what they didn't do was accommodate my request after informing me of the assault to sit anywhere else on the plane for landing instead they made me climb back over the sex offender trapped between him and the window for the rest of the flight i was shaking and crying trying not to get sick she wrote after landing well i mean he's never gonna finish now you know uh that's no that's nobody's dream at the landing the woman said she approached american Airlines staff at paris airport but was met with a blank with blank stares was she kind of wow he was jacking off and, and, it, and it was terrible now what do you want us to do about it i mean come on it's free country i'm with you over the international waters because you know ain't no laws out there when she contacted the airline's head office she said she received nothing more than an email which acknowledged the disappointing service i'll never know what exactly happened on that flight but i do know i'll never feel completely safe flying again at an american airlines airplane to the long list of places where as a woman i feel anxious and vulnerable yeah i mean come on dog that's pretty bad i mean were there no seats what the fuck why couldn't you just be like all right i mean can you at least move her to the aisle seat and make him have a window i mean come on i mean you moved the other woman yeah so we know her seat was available at least so move him to the i don't know and why was and why did no one make him stop hello she shared it to facebook and wrote alongside her friends please read i was a victim of sexual crime on a recent airline flight uh please choose any other airline um so yep so they didn't even say if the dude got arrested yes he was supposed to be Mm-hmm. yep that's weird another weird thing to happen to a woman on a flight come on and nobody gives a fuck yep all right uh let's see what else we got here uh i guess we can uh let me pull this back up i guess we can move to another section uh how about some uh fucking with black people y'all yay uh my song at We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. 
that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we assign point scores from zero to 100 and intervals 25 today's contestants everybody yay all right let's see who's fucking with us now everybody whoopi goldberg went in on deray mckesson went in karen she went in yeah you know how whoopi gotta let y'all know uh it's weird because i like whoopi goldberg is one of those people where i like that she is a loud outspoken older black woman that just don't give a fuck what nobody thinks i like that about her it's her most endearing quality you know where you stand with whoopi but man listen what the hell the uh but listen that fucking show the view is terrible it's terrible it it is it literally is the most lowest information have to have a hot take show it's it's basically first take but with pop culture right and so not trying to find that's why when people are co-hosts so you know because they go through a series of different women over the years and they actually read the articles that they get and they're actually trying to have a conversation they end up leaving because they're like oh these bitches is dumb i'm good right well uh he apparently erroneously deray claimed that war for the planet of the apes was personally slandering him uh because there's a poster that came out some of the promotional materials which came out a month ago but they they recently were you know the movie's coming out tomorrow it recently you know the posters has been circulating the internet and hotel twitter got a hold of them and of course hotel's gonna hotel so one of the one of they do right one of the apes in the um in the promotional materials is wearing a blue vest everybody knows the ray is iconic for that blue vest that he wears and people were like see what they they don't respect these white people don't respect black lives matter look what they did to deray and i think he saw and that's the thing a lot of times when information is presented to you in a certain framing when you first see it it's easy to pick it up because you're just like oh well this must be what happened um and a few people and and it wasn't just him a bunch of people felt this way like i saw it uh, i got text about it from a couple people and i was like yeah you know as a planet of the eights fan i'm like right. yeah, yeah that's that, not that's what not, that is right, but right because we watch the movies and we're gonna you know i, I don't they, they i'm not trying to find the people who made the decision probably don't even know who he is and i'm not trying to be funny when i say that but odds are he's not in their radar or or, or they're not thinking about him when they're making these executive decisions right so he saw it and uh deray felt you know offended because like most black people if you show us a fucking um a ape that resembles us and you know whatever um he I, and he is a prominent figure in the movement for black lives he's a uh you know a person that people know he's been on tv and all this shit it's not so far-fetched to think for him to think like this could be like a shot at me or something or you know but no if you watch the movies you know even if that would have been the case it wouldn't have been a shot to be like one of the apes is i mean you could probably sue him you know for using a likeness or some shit but correct but but it's not a shot to be one of the apes like the apes are the good guys in the movie but right and it does really really have some racial overtones to it it does um uh but the point being you know i can understand why he would get um you know would feel that way you know um here we go again with this damn website all right 
so people were basically going on and being like it's him i let laugh my ass off they they you know clowning saying it was deray and shit like that uh they have a toy called the bad ape and it has the, the it has the vest but this this literally goes back to 1968 with this with this uh vest and the ape and everything mm-hmm. uh so deray saw it saw the pictures from it and said given the history of rendering black people as apes i'm offended and appalled by the lack of consciousness in hollywood hashtag planet of the apes um so then um it you know it comes out this has a history deray sees that okay cool delete the tweets just like i don't even know how long the tweets was up it just it didn't seem that long because i remember seeing it retweeting it and being like damn for real look looking at the the old promotional shit and being like oh wait no that that vest thing has been around for a long time you know they might have updated it but it's still the same idea same concept yeah. yeah and i'm like okay not that big a deal i understand how he got could get caught up in that because to be honest like i've said this before on the show if y'all have some misgivings about the dude fine but i would suggest you check his mentions too come on they be I, would on just fire. Suggest, I would just suggest you check his mention no i have a lot of activists that interact with me on twitter that dude is literally the only one that no matter what he says i get a bunch of troll tweets afterwards no people, matter what if he at you if he retweets you people calling me nigger people pushing death threats on him yep. people, it doesn't matter if he's because you know if he's retweeting me it's only for some like some bullshit like oh man i love apple turnovers from mcdonald's and then it's die niggered burning hell and i'm just like what i can see how you might feel like uh it might make you a little bit quote-unquote paranoid right because a lot of people that have a tendency to dismiss activism and active dismiss activism and 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 the people that do this online don't really understand the harassment that some of them get just for the fact that people know who they are yeah like it's one thing to get your you know get your laugh out on or whatever right. i get that i mean players fuck up and you know if you think it's funny that's cool but uh it wasn't even that shit it was just straight up like uh you know um you know this is why i don't fuck with that nigga and oh you so important you narcissist i'm like if you t- people talking about the ray thinks he's so important and then spend an hour in a twitter feed talking about him almost like beyonce you only tweet about it because the event happened that's a very weird uh, if you can't connect the dots on that yourself that is a very like i think people just have these fucking agendas they don't like people right there's a lot of brand there's a lot of jealousy in the activism space there's a lot of disagreement with people's tactics in the activism space and then there's a lot of people that ain't even activists that just sit on the sideline talk shit about everybody trying to do something while they don't do nothing and all that shit i try to tune out because it's so fucking negative it's so often that it's from somebody that's literally not doing shit come on so often you know and they they just you know people pick their favorite people but then they also pick their people that's gonna be their least favorite right and that's within and then within that space there are people that have dirt on each other that are activists and shit that you know have their own reasons for not liking each other but mm-hmm. i'm not privy to all that shit Mm-mm. so it's kind of interesting to see people try to turn on the dude over a fucking tweet you know now the good news is like most things on twitter in an hour in 24 hours in two days it won't even matter but uh Whoopi goldberg talked about it on the view um and she uh basically went in uh let me see if i can play this 
there we go but yeah she went in kind of hard on it yes i am i'm so jealous i know you are Oh. You could go too. It's in you the could go. Oh, is it in the theater? Okay. No, it's not in the theater, but I'll take you if you want to go. Thank you, Whoopi. But there's already controversy. It's insane. Prominent Black Lives Matter activist DeRay McKissen accused filmmakers of personally mocking him by dressing up an ape in a blue vest, which he's been known to wear. DeRay. You need to go back and watch the 1968 original and check out what the apes were wearing. This has nothing to do with you. This is a movie that was about what happens when mankind doesn't pay attention to environment, to how we treat animals and each other. That's what that movie was about. And at the end of the movie, when they're riding around and you realize it's here, that's what the movie was about. Get over yourself. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. Um, maybe he wasn't alive and aware of the 1968 version of the movie. Shit happens all the time. It's just a, a faux pas on social media that we all could just go, I understand how you made that mistake and move on. You know, no harm, no foul. Tweets deleted. Didn't say boycott this movie or anything. Mm -mm. Let's go. And instead, you know, it's on the view the next day, and that's the difference. I can fuck up on Twitter. It won't. Whoopi Goldberg won't be talking shit about my ass within within twelve hours Uh, of me fucking up. The average person can fuck up on Twitter, and you won't be top of it. And a lot of time misinformation. He's not a part of Black Lives Matter, and everybody like to throw people to anybody to speak out or a spoken person. And you black for some reason you in this group and they expect we've got to the point where because so much of social media is branding and so many people are interested in making a brand we really expect everybody on social media to be fully polished pr machines all the time right you know um it's just it's just interesting um so yeah he um he did say like look well if you want to if you have something to say you know let me know because i'm here and then um he went on to say like look i deleted those tweets because people pointed out to me that hey this is not you know this is not what you think it is and you know i realized okay it has a history to this character that i wasn't aware of delete to me that's it seemed like no harm no foul that should be the end of the shit but you know it's had to keep going yeah and then uh the thing is it's a lot of ain't shit black people out there who follow a lot of activists and a lot of people that are doing good in the world and their whole goal is to see them fuck up Mm -hmm. quote unquote unquote regardless if it's a real fuck up or not but just that a lot of people are into that dragging community like their whole thing is to drag you know sometimes drags are you know sometimes it's deserving don't get me wrong but some people that's their whole thing they live for that so he admitted i my bad he deleted it but you have people that literally this is an excuse to tell the world how they felt about this nigga anyway yeah one of the things i said after i saw this was it was funny because uh it's not it's not a rap or anything but it rhymed but i was like they want to see you stumble so they can keep you humble but keep your eyes on the prize rumble young man rumble because ultimately that's one of the things i've been peeping for a while now is how much 
of the gotcha shit is really about just keeping you from feeling from feeling yourself like they don't want you to feel like you like you dope and it's and it extends beyond activism and shit just in general anybody doing anything there's a bunch of people watching you that act like they in your corner but they not in your corner no they're not they want to do the most they can to keep you as miserable as they are and drag you down to whatever the fuck they think you should be they have all these ideas for what they think you should be rotating what orbit you should be in and what lane you should be in but at the end of the day man everybody trying to make the best of the situation they put on this earth with so if 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 you're out here uh you know doing good work you know doing the things you think that matter and some motherfucker sees you fuck up they want to leave you stuck in your fuck up they want you to feel bad like you fucked up you can't move beyond that anytime someone brings up your name i want to come back to this moment and this is the only thing i'm going to let define you nothing else nothing you've done good nothing you've done since everything comes back to this one thing that's how people feel these days and i don't think it's real because you know on the internet it feels real but in real life i watch too many people prosper to think that that's real that you can really hold somebody to one point too many people are prospering that are just fucking bad so good people you know same same rules apply man you can't let people hold you down like you show contrition you uh understand that you know um you fuck players fuck up you made a mistake you own it like he did when he was tweeted that hey i fucked up my bad y'all that should be the end right and the thing is i a lot for change but i'm also not dumb so i look at the pattern and go hey you you still doing the same fucked up shit you did five years ago whatever like like that's completely different than you fucked up and i could see a progression of the change those right. two things are not the same so yeah zero to a hundred oh um uh zero for him a hundred for whoopee because you're the same woman to defend a rapist dog and it's, she defended bill cosby till she haven't had to get pulled off the air she's the same woman that defended blackface uh from um Ted dancing a long time ago i mean she, roman polanski right she pretty much defends hollywood at all cost anyways and th- and this is a chance to go in on somebody that you really it like real talk for what they do at the view it's really not news Mm-mm. but but they want to make him look silly because ultimately i believe they want to make the cause of of the people that are fighting for black lives look silly right and 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 what's even bigger i guarantee you most of them white women up there don't know who the fuck he is they the audience don't know who he is i'm and i don't mean that in um like don't know who he is but most of them may have heard of him but they don't run in social media and things like that where most people know him from or either they know of him from afar off and you know what didn't know these white women say anything about him now did they yeah i mean it gets licensed out to the black person on the staff normally but the thing i was saying is like whether they know him or not because honestly it's really inconsequential right um because you you may know deray i mean he's got a podcast now he's got he's been on uh tv shows he's been interviewed like he you know he's great at branding you know i don't think no regardless of what people think about the dude he's he's fucking media savvy as fuck um there's gonna be people that um try to just kind of take you down not because of this other shit but because of what you represent which is if we can make him look silly if he looked silly on twitter for two hours then we can extend that to isn't he just silly isn't everything he talking about just wrong and bad 
you know is it should we ever pay attention when he tweets out statistics about something with that black people getting killed when he signal boosts an article about an officer getting off for murder isn't he just a silly person i mean he thought he was an ape guys he thought he was an ape that's what they that's why it fucks with me because it's like he wasn't perfect 100 percent of the time guys and really it's time to stop paying attention to all this shit because that's ultimately the goal it's why i'm probably a little bit hyper defensive of activists in general yeah me too and just you know agree or disagree with them in general i'm a little bit more empathetic towards them mm-hmm. because i know the ultimate goal is to discredit everything they do everything dog. it's not gonna stop with just like well this one time he said this thing and that's why i don't fuck with him it's gonna be like and that's why i don't fuck with black people and their black their movement i don't fuck with anybody who's uh talking bad about police i don't fuck with anybody that says we can do better as a country i i don't fuck with any of it you know it's what's happening to kaepernick all of a sudden all of a sudden he can't play football ever ever he's terrible he's trash and there's no redemption and he can never possibly improve why because he isn't he just silly isn't it and if he looks silly and he lost his job for being silly then it doesn't black lives matter isn't that really silly isn't saying the police should stop killing black people isn't that just a silly thing can't we all agree that's really what it often comes down to so maybe i'm a bit hyper defensive of it but this one just felt like a nothing thing that became something i can't believe the view even talked about this shit right uh jason whitlock says fighting against racism is stupid during a bizarre anti-kaepernick rant uh he says on his embrace debate hashtag with a caller from ohio named abed who dared defend kaepernick's protest by pointing out that it was a selfless act whitlock wasn't having it you can have that point that point of view there are others like myself who think he is doing this for himself that this is about working through his identity issues and building the kaepernick brand i disagree with you you can have your opinion but there are those of us who think he started just trying to build his own brand it wasn't really about the country bitch you got your own brand your brand is talking on this tv show you got what what the fuck are you talking about because he can't imagine because he's a brand fake people see fake people everywhere you see what i'm saying like he kaepernick gotta be fake because jason whitlock is fake okay kaepernick makes jason whitlock feel like the coward that he pretends not to be that's what it is like jason whitlock is basically a fucking echo chamber for white fragile older male racist Mm -hmm. and he says whatever it takes to impress them and and has done it to the tunes of hundreds of thousands of dollars at this point so much so that anyone else that disagrees with him that is black he goes they're just doing it for a show because he can't imagine having fucking integrity he can't imagine what it would feel like to say there are some things i won't say not even for a check so that's to me that's where he's at you know abed let me ask you this why do you think attention is some great solution oh you gotta have attention a lot of progress is made quietly and the kind of progress he's talking about is going to have to happen in congress when with our lawmakers in order to improve things he's talking about or i think he's talking about what does that mean bro do you understand that so then because people like him worship like martin luther king and shit what that wasn't trying to get attention like and sick by dogs on tv wouldn't i think the romanticization of that era has really left people uh intel like that they are intellectually devoid of and of being able to analyze that shit right like these were savvy branding motherfuckers that's why they that's why they got some things done it's because they were savvy they were willing to do you understand martin luther king's whole point was 
a non-violence peaceful protest is actually a violent not peaceful protest come on it is always gonna be because white people are gonna come in with dogs and batons and, and guns hose and hoses and they're gonna fuck us up but what they had in the 60s that they hadn't had all those other years were cameras that could record and go live and be on the nightly news that night so you watching me as a black person get my motherfucking ass beat on camera with a dog sicked on me that was for a greater cause of shaming the country having that shit going all over the world now right shaming this country in front of his allies all the shit america pretends to be all the 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 props that we demand all the we saved you in world war ii because we would never let the hitler do the jews like that and it's like you do your own people like that yeah send them over to war they come back and they still call the nigga right so it was a time it was it was savvy but we've romanticized it and that he was just black jesus he just i i forgive you forgive them for what not for what they do you know that shit when it's like that's not that's not at all what he was thinking nah, this was a strategy dog right same thing kaepernick's doing it's a strategy this attention that he's getting is a, it shames our country it makes us look bad other i see how black people talk about us that aren't from here and they're like god damn america is racist as fuck right y'all won't give a dude a job because he said the cops shouldn't just kill unarmed black people wow that's that's a controversial thing to say over there you know other countries are looking down on us election of trump they look down on us right we're fucking laughing stock of the world dog of the world craig Uh, he said this whole let's take on racism in america that's so big that's the ev- uh, equivalent of let's fight air in the world racial bigotry and unfairness along racial lines has been in the world since the beginning of time it's not going to go away so don't even do nothing y'all we're trying to fix people's feelings and i don't think that think what kaepernick understands and some other people don't understand in the 1960s we're about changing fixing laws in america you can address laws you can't legislate feelings and it's stupid i swear to god there's somebody in the 60s that was saying this on a radio station somewhere mm-hmm. swear to god there's somebody be like mm-hmm. you just want to change feelings well you can't make me not be racist to these niggers i don't care what law you pass jesus christ idiot what an idiot you know yep yeah yep. a black rock says the problem today is white people have no shame no man they've never had shame they've never had shame that's not they need to own slaves they've never had shame as chris rock said and i do believe it and obama says it too and i agree with him these are the best white people that white people have to offer 20 years from now those will be the best white people white people ain't wasn't better in the past they've always been worse than this we look around because we living through it and go this is the worst yes and it was worse than this right some people had it even worse than this shit it's crazy to imagine we're more privy to their in every thought now because of social media and shit and more track we're able to track more data we're able to see more shit live and in person like we're able to catch it quicker now hacked emails and all this shit but end of the day this is the best the fucking white people have ever offered and it still is not up to snuff nope uh next session we'll be right back hold on mm-hmm. terrible yeah it's also it's one of the things too like you say when you living through something your views your view, i'm not gonna say they're skewed but your views are completely different than the field. that's part of that that's <laughs> senate i'm a house nigga sorry oh no problem your views are a little 
uh different than quote unquote looking at the past and fantasizing yeah well also i mean it's it's yeah it's, it's just hard to imagine but yeah it's always been worse the same thing when people try to you know say shit like you know with the internet man men are so much worse than that. i miss when men were good and decent and chivalrous it's like they never were any of that you know those men were rapists and slave owners and uh child molesters and shit and they were you know white men were able to write laws where you didn't count as a person right. no it is better today than it ever was it just still sucks you know it doesn't mean you have to go well it's better today the end it goes it's better today and i appreciate that i understand people went through worse things but i'm going to but this shit better. ain't good it ain't like i'm coming around going well every the work is done it's not done it's never done but uh yeah this stupid ass nigga talking about some don't fight racism is too big shut up because once you start legislating feelings the next thing you know they're legislating my feelings my father's feelings and it's not the right thing to do it can't be done it will lead to anarchy and rebellion you can't start legislating people's feelings and again many of my feelings are inappropriate i don't want them legislated against well that's because you're also a bigot piece of shit motherfucker zero to a hundred yeah. yeah he's on that permanent hundred list because every time he come up he always says some ignorant shit what a dumbass man he's just like a evil motherfucker like he'll do anything for a check man it's it's sad to see that shit but he been like that for a long ass time i've been said that about dude people what a coons at what a coons at what a what a what a what what a coons at what a coons at what a what a what a um the root published this the writers union prepares to take ebony to court holy shit it's been a couple of months since hashtag ebony o's became a trending hashtag after several freelancers complained about not getting paid i remember seeing that and it was a lot of people that we even know mm-hmm. that was all up in there like hey hey y'all owe me some money <laughs> people were getting paid uh way too late and it was funny because then ebony tweeted out during all this shit they blocked all those people then they had tweeted out at some point this cryptic tweet about like we talking about tens of dollars not thousands of dollars or something like that so it's like well now you just let everybody know you don't pay people much at all so you're gonna lose some writers well i'm I'm not saying you're gonna lose i mean you're already losing these writers i'm saying you let us know that you don't really pay your workers and then on top of that you don't pay them a lot like you underpay them when you do pay them and you don't pay them anyway in the first place um yeah ebony which is owned by clearview group did not mean it's on deadline to pay as much as two hundred thousand dollars that's owed to about 50 freelancers cvg said that it would pay the writers by the end of june but now it's july 12th this is completely unacceptable to nwu uh president larry goldbetter said about the missed deadline in the press release we took them at their word in good faith despite some freelancers going more than a year without payment now we move to the next step creators don't work for free and there are very real consequences when we don't get paid while ebony media executives from cvg were throwing lavish super bowl parties and hollywood events unpaid freelancers were struggling to pay the rent one writer kimberly hayes taylor who was a caregiver for an ill patient spoke about how missing payments had affected her family an ill parent i'm sorry uh this whole situation is already heartbreaking enough the stress of not getting paid and having no idea when that will happen makes it even worse ebony magazine has created a great hardship for us and i resent it after the excellent job i've done for them uh yeah apparently not payment is a rampant issue across the board ebony's not the only offender uh 
uh, it's epic for most freelancers right because they think that you're supposed to do your service for free because i think a lot of times they be like well you just ought to be glad uh that we even looked at you because of our name bitch that don't make me no money and because aisha is so petty and she wrote this article she said they definitely aren't hearing from writers from the root because she's petty and she worked for the root <sighs> i love a petty ass though uh zero to a hundred Oh, 100 for them yeah sorry ebony but that's a hundred yeah, dog pay, pay your people dog pay your people come on man you gotta pay your people man come on white people already don't fuck with us but we can't let them beat us in that just because a black business don't mean we can lower the standards right. of uh professionalism for that kind of shit man you gotta pay your people man mm-hmm. and if after a while you get the reputation of not paying you're not gonna have no writers mm-hmm because motherfuckers ain't this work ain't free right you go you're gonna fuck around and um have them ebonic writers and people that don't know how to use comments and semicolons and misspell words and shit that's what happened when you don't get people that know how to write a maryland doctor writes a prescription for surviving police encounters a maryland emergency room doctor wants to save lives but his prescription doesn't involve new medications or safety equipment he's targeting young men and hopes more of them will come home safely after encounters with the police dr jeffrey mount varner of bowie said that humility and respect are the keys to surviving interactions with the police and avoiding a trip to er mount varner said his son and the realization that his 11 year old boy was old enough to be killed by police motivated him to write a book detailing steps the public especially young black men can take to safely negotiate traffic stops and other routine encounters his self-published book home alive 11 rules for most must rule 11 must rules for surviving encounters with the police is not intended to be a cure-all or policy description uh prescription to reduce the number of people killed at the hands of the police each year he said he calls it a way to bridge the gap mount varner has worked at several area hospitals in dc and baltimore he also served as an interim ems medical director for three years in dc mayoral administrations uh and oh for three dc mayoral uh administrations and at the emergency medical doctor uh i mean as jesus what's wrong with me today as the emergency medical doctor uh mount varner has treated patients who were shot by police but he also treated wounded officers de-escalated tense situations will save lives both the officers and the members of the public he said his top tip be humble it seems simple but at the end of the day an officer wants to feel respected mount varner said it doesn't matter who you are the officer on the scene he controls that scene he or she expects you to treat him with respect and deference he also recommends not making any sudden moves instead ask permission before taking any actions like reaching for your insurance information or grabbing a wallet mount Vernon, who is black and grew up in prince george's county also offered what may seem like an anachronistic uh anachronistic advice in modern america don't look the officer in the eye are you really doing the don't eyeball me boy you put that in a book in 2017 you eyeballing me boy that's how you get that's how you get killed this nigga uh wow 
you don't want to give him any reason to think you are challenging him people call it demeaning but keep in mind the goals to make a home alive said once again there are steps people can take to file grievances to dispute tickets or charges after the encounter the need to educate the public on how to safely interact with the police has also caught the attention of state lawmakers in virginia a new law kicked in saturday that requires schools to teach young drivers about appropriate behavior during traffic stops as part of driver's education instruction other states including north carolina illinois are considering similar driver's aid requirements this book is available for sale on Amazon. Uh, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, he gets a hundred. What does he think we are doing in the cars? Has he seen any of the videos? Does he even watch those things? You think I is he? You think they pull over for Net, for Lando Castile? And he looked at the cops. He was like, "Kiss me outside. How about that?" That's not what happened. That's not that's not what's happening. Jesus Christ, man! A hundred, a hundred. What a idiot. Correct. Jesus Christ, man. All right, we gotta gotta move into something more positive, guys. <laughs> uh let's do some white people news all right guys i know you look forward to this the most i know y'all been anything y'all looking forward to it every day i get plenty of thousands of thousands of tweets you think i was deray how many people get in my mentions to thank me for ah! these great acoustic covers for these white people news songs hey guys this one goes out to uh all the people who don't believe that i know how to make us all money online and through other revenue streams doesn't cost anybody any money. Um, the idea is uh, in my last video, it's probably up there right now. And just watch that video and I'll tell you everything pretty much. And I'll, I'll uh, give some more information out in the future. Uh, but for now, it's, it's all. Get to playing the song! Damn! all a dream. Used to read Word Up magazine. Song covering every day up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday I wrap the cactus the magic wand mall. I love to take rock. Oh. Rock to my tape pop. Took a weed and bamboo sipping on Birdstock. Way back when I had to play the black lumberjack. And they had to match. Remember rapping new? Now I'm in the limelight cause I rhyme tight <laughs> Blow up like the world trade Opposite of a killer Sardine for dinner Yeah, it's I'm blowing up wood Same hood, it's all And if you don't know, now you know Nigga, brother that ain't what to say. Who you are. Don't let them hold you down. Reach for the stars. You ought to go, but not that many. You're the only one. Give me good and plenty. Lower Robin Leach. All day. It's the Brooklyn way. Alize got me tipsy. Cause they miss me. This rapping stuff. 
with the cats and stuff like butter do toast east coast sold out to little biggie small speak yeah punches that a high school misunderstood and it's still all good and if you don't know now you know brother who you are brother don't let them hold you down reach for the stars you had to go but not that many you're the only one <coughs> when i was dead broke baby couldn't uh-huh so far my accountant handles that no more public housing what you know about that brett Landlord missed us. Christmas missed us. Worst days. Now we sip champagne with Thursday. Hey, life I live. Cause I went from negative to positive, and it's all good. And if you don't know, now you know, my brother. You know very well who you are. Don't let them hold you down. Sing it, audience. Please understand. <laughs> he had to go, but not room. that many. You're the only one. Everybody on the right side. Hey, roll with you. Mm-hmm. Damn, we only got 2,000 views. Yeah, we got three thumbs down, too. <laughs> Well, we appreciate you. Lightening the mood, buddy. It's better than all the other shit we was going to talk about. What? <clears throat> all right. Um, let's get to this white people news, my brothers. <laughs> my brothers. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know, brother. He's like, look, what y'all not going to do is come in here and light my mentors up at all. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all going to be mad. Now nah, you ain't going to be mad at me for saying nigga let's see how white we can go guys <laughs> pretty pretty white over here from justin i mean from jason whitlock and uh that coon doctor to this don't get no whiter than transition i'm not gonna do that y'all man no. trump is terrible newsflash yeah, we, we know that yeah beloved fisherman who dedicated his life to saving whales is killed by one after he rescued it from tangled ropes well that's a well of a tale right there guys <laughs> i'm serious that's sad when i hear about death like that that just blows holes Ah! (laughs) all right uh lobster fisherman who devoted his life to saving whales has been killed by one of uh has been killed by one as he rescued it from tangled ropes joe howlett 59 was killed monday in the waters of his new brunswick canada home off campobello island as he used his expertise to assist authorities in the rescue of a north atlantic right whale uh howlett had successfully 
rescued over two dozen whales caught in the lines over the past 15 years he is very not he's a very knowledgeable fish he was a very knowledgeable fisherman who better to do disentanglements than a fisherman who knows the knots and the ropes and the gear jerry conway of the canadian whale institute told the canadian press apparently no one told the whale Mm-mm. he's going to be sorely missed by the community he was an integral part of a very unique group of fishermen here on the island who were involved in doing detanglements hallett was on the department of fisheries and oceans fast response vessel at the time of his death the whale rescue or operation was assisted by the canadian coast guard dfo said the fisherman played a critical role in the rescue of another whale as recently as july 5th he was a hero he knew he was putting his life on the line with a 70 ton whale that is upset trying to deal with a wild animal whale rescue attempts typically involve the use of poles with cutting implements to free the whale from the tangled lines the rescuers did not get in the water during the operations it's unclear what exactly led to Howlett's death but the massive whale apparently made a sudden movement during the rescue Mm. yeah karen he didn't know he was dealing with a killer whale uh <laughs> <laughs> oh you did it with too much blubber mm, uh, hold on sorry that's what his wife and kids gonna be doing blubbering <laughs> at, the, at the funeral um they they got the well totally detangled and then some kind of freak thing happened and the well made a big flip Mackie Green, who co-founded the Campobello Whale Rescue Team with Howlett in 2005, said Joe was the life of the party. He was always upbeat, laughing, telling jokes. So the whole island, uh, so the whole island at his, is at a desperate loss. He was a great fella, and he really cared about the whales. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. He's out here trying to save them. Yep. I'm not even mad at them. Save the whales. Mm-hmm. They love animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, not to, not, but this is white people news. Me and Roger was coming to the movies, coming from the movies the other day, and there was like these geese crossing the crosswalk, and they had like the whole fucking crosswalk tied up. How many of them was there, like twelve of them? Or some them shit? gangster geese. Yeah, we call them gangster geese. The geese don't move out your fucking way. They're like fuck you in your car. Yeah, they took over the whole street, and this dude got out of his car, his flip flops, and chased him off the side yeah, of the street. Yeah, he did. He he was pushing him over uh towards the thing like they literally crossed the the crosswalk you know as the uh the time will go down and they just they were actually in, in the crosswalk and some of them kind of stray he stopped his car right we right behind him we stopped his car and coached them so they could move off like damn white people love animals yeah it was it was wild though because like yeah uh, them geese was like y'all what y'all like the thing that was wild to me is that they knew the timing of the crosswalk they did y'all they, they did. didn't even start crossing to the double to the to the start counting down and they almost made it across the street in perfect unison and right at the zero but dude stopped his car and chased him off i'm like man these people care about these damn ducks right and apparently they 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 must be used to the timing because like a whole crew and like like they was crossing they actually stopped and what was funny is there's one of the ones was a long crosswalk so they actually stopped and stood in the middle and then they could kept going yeah that mm-hmm. was hilarious actor tj miller's wife kate speaks out against viral headline praising her for making a name for herself in the art world without actually mentioning her name oh shit oh the struggle of the white woman the artist white shade 
artist kate miller who is married to silicon valley actor tj miller is more than just a celebrity's wife she has an identity and accomplishments in her own right which is why she was frustrated last month when a headline in the new york post mentioned her husband's name and not her own even though the story was actually about her and her work as an artist oh i'd have been mad too kate is now speaking uh out to refinery 29 about the attention grabbing headline and the sexist way society still diminishes women so the headline said uh tj miller's wife making a name for herself in new york ha that's how irony that is how irony uh <laughs> that's pretty good quickly the headline gained attention which people pointed out how ironic it was that the post would claim she is making a name for herself without actually using a name i never seen a one sentence headline contradict itself wrote comedian ari fishbin fishbean in a tweet that has been liked a quarter of a million times jesus i gotta hop on white twitter more often i know we we need to go over there with the cheese folks while the sad irony of the headline which since the negative public reaction has been written might be somewhat humorous to to kate and many others it was also a reminder of the way women are still seen as belonging to their husbands throughout much of society mm-hmm. i was both overwhelmed by and grateful for the outpouring of support and response to something that had become so normalized for me the idea that many women are seen as nothing more than their husband's wife it made me think about the representation of married women in the press and how many women people share my experience of being defined only in a relationship to their significant other mm-hmm. as kay pointed out she is hardly the first person to receive so-and-so's wife treatment uh in fact she remembers the 2016 headline about the olympic trap shooter Corey cogdale in the chicago tribune which was widely criticized afterward reading wife of chicago bears lineman wins an olympic bronze medal her medal still seemingly not making her deserving of a standalone recognition independent of her husband yeah that's true that's definitely an issue uh and i see why she got mad yeah that's a fucked up title mm-hmm. making a name for herself right. tj miller's wife that's so ridiculous and then you didn't use a fucking name right uh ti tried to offer rob kardashian advice in the middle of that shit with black china why ti come on what are you doing what do you have to offer aren't you like the poster boy for not treating your woman good like didn't that just happen this year that we all found out you don't treat your woman good and you already like let me give you some advice come on man. she she had to be there was going what i need from you is understanding honey she up there singing to you right uh but yeah uh uh, and uh, the other thing is since rob kardashian was having a meltdown he shared it with everybody so it's not even like it's a moment that just happened between y'all two he putting it on his instagram and telling everybody your business uh ti said why bring your business to ig though look at look you got work bro but at least keep it to yourself you letting the world know you a duck and then um i think rob kardashian put put some shit about how uh yeah, he said, since T.I. want to chime in on business that don't concern him, let's talk about the threesome you had with China and your baby mama. And saying that he had to pay for it and shit. <sighs> I don't know, man. It's all ridiculous. J. Shoe reunited. You know who J. Shoe is? Mm-mm. Mm, of course you wouldn't, Karen. <laughs> you know I don't. Uh, have you ever heard of Jennifer Lawrence? Yes have you ever heard of amy schumer yes it's the combination of them oh that's jay shoe i 
I, I i wouldn't have known that mm-hmm they hang apparently they got a friendship that goes back years and they hung out again recently and took a picture together y'all y'all need that's why you need black folks or, 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 or somebody of the lgbt community to let y'all get some cool flame because that that mm, i don't like that name jay shoe you're not a fan of mm-hmm. jay shoe uh sunday the actress uh the actresses linked up in new york city for their first photo together first photo together in over a year the snatch star documented the reunion in a new instagram photo with the oscar winner and fellow actor woody harrelson 36 year old donned a white tank top and jeans and pulled her blonde tresses back into a pony stop pony side ponytail the passenger star rocked a black sleeveless dress and let her wavy locks down to frame her makeup free face oh she had a makeup free face good for her good for everybody Uh, her hunger games co-star sported a blue pattern button down and a baseball hat while he posed with his arms around the a-listers on the new york city roof amy simply captioned the shot sisters while woody got a little more expressive when he posted the same picture of the trio gals i love amy schumer jen lawrence he said not even a full jennifer just jen lawrence they that cool they tight later that night amy and woody went to a comedy cellar in manhattan where the 55 year old performed for the crowd the actor got a laugh out of the blonde in a photo he posted on instagram of her out last night comedy cellar with hashtag amy schumer he wrote the 36 year old also shared a snap with the funny night calling it magic in the caption this is very white fans were first surprised to learn jennifer and amy had become friends when the new york native posted a picture riding a jet ski with the acclaimed actress in july 2015 the shot showed the blonde skimming across the water on a yellow vehicle while wearing matching black life vest j law hashtag maniac the train wreck star captioned the photo and there's a girl squad and they were with the comedian and friends on a on a boat taking pictures in their bikinis forming a human pyramid uh so um, it's good for them i guess photos from the ocean outing scene to show that kentucky the kentucky native had been induct inducted into the funny woman's group of gal pals in one shot the joy star rocked a brightly colored pattern bikini which perched uh while perched at the top of a giant human pyramid made up of amy and her friends and another the a-listers can be seen lounging in the water on floats in january 2016 the famous friends presented together at the golden globes and were nominated against each other for the honor of best actors in a motion picture or comedy uh music musical or comedy even though jennifer bested the bff and claimed the award the two still took a sweet selfie from the ceremony before sunday that was the last photo of the women that posted together well you know that's enough to bring a lot of friends apart but i'm glad that these ladies were over, able to overcome that Me too. in addition to being good friends a 25 year old and last comic standing alum are also creative collaborators collaborators uh 2000 in 2015 jennifer revealed that she and the comedian were co-writing a movie script which they also co-star as sisters we're almost done writing it just flowed out of us we've got about 100 pages right now and in april amy confirmed to hello giggles that the passion project is still happening and karen can't wait to miss it i hope we do it in the next year and a half and in the kind of movie we can film at any time if we make it it's gonna be like the light at the end of the tunnel she said so karen you know you don't see that Mm -mm. all right told y'all she can't wait to miss it it's gonna sell on past me i'll be all right last time i checked you can't donate extensions oh shit 
what's happening here a youtube star is caught in a furious online firestorm after being accused of lying about giving her head to a charity ah a social media star has come under fire after being accused of lying about donating her hair to charity vlogger lily ponds 21 shared a picture of herself with her chopped locks last week in the now removed post the venezuela native who now lives in los angeles told her 18.2 million followers donated donated my hair first time i ever cut my hair what do you think mm, they think you lying boo that's what they think the photo shows her next to a friend who is holding a ponytail which at first glance looks like Pond's cut off hair, but an eagle eye Twitter user later chimed in to say the chopped hair actually looks like extensions, which typically cannot be donated. Uh, care to explain how you chopped off your hair and donated it at Lily Pond's? Last time I checked, you can't donate extensions. And she, ah! she zoomed in on it. Mm, yeah, because there's a certain way fake hair looks, particularly if it's not human hair. Mm-hmm care to explain oh yeah pawns hadn't specifically hadn't specified which charity she intended to donate her hair to but locks of love one of the main organizations for hair donation states on this website that extension synthetic hair and wigs cannot be accepted emily's tweet in which she demanded explanations rapidly uh, attracted attention has now been retweeted more than seventy five thousand times the message has also been received has also received 22 almost a quarter million likes in a follow-up message emily said pons had blocked her and shared a screenshot of the app telling her so damn she blocked her instead of owning up to what she did she decided to block me for questioning her integrity bye bye boo boo emily ain't playing mm-hmm. <clears throat> pons eventually responded to social media firestorm on saturday she didn't clarify whether the hair in the photo was actually made of extensions but offered an explanation of why the donation didn't happen one to help clear any assumptions i cut my hair with the intention of donating the vlogger wrote two sadly after trying i learned charities who donate wigs don't accept color treated hair three so i'm finding other ways to help the affected by hair loss by of cancer uh this is still a priority for me color hair is unacceptable for donations as stated in locks locks of love's website but bleach hair isn't because products used during the bleaching process cause a chemical reaction when the charity tries to turn it into a hair piece mm. so you can actually keep color hairs so mm. in fact one of the only organizations to accept hair extensions in the uk based charity little princess trust which works with hair extensions great uh brand great lengths accepted donations of 100 percent human hair from the company to create wigs for young adults uh and kids being treated for cancer however lily insists the bundle of extensions featured in the image taken for social media was just being used as a prop she says a photo of a chopped ponytail claiming it was a picture of her actual hair which she originally intended to donate to charity but she's like it's just a prop it wasn't ever my hair while she declined the website request for comment a person close to her who declined to be identified said the locks of hair you see in the instagram photo were a reference to how many inches she cut since her real hair was being gathered and prepped to be donated it was never intended to pass off his stitches as real hair Mm-mm. you believe this white woman karen Mm-mm. karen don't believe it y'all and i don't believe a lying ass either Mm-mm. uh called out you know what let's do some guest race guys it's time to play the game now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time my brother that's right it's time for guest race 
the number one gay show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and you guys are all racist and this system is brought to you by loot crate loot crate is the number one destination for nerds to get their nerd gear on every month they send you a crate you got to sign up by the 19th at 9 p.m pacific time to get that month's crate and it's july and they are coming with the heat they're gonna bring teenage mutant ninja turtles bob's burgers futurama and rick and morty rick and morty comes back futurama one of my favorite shows bob burgers one of my favorite shows which is coming exclusively to hulu next um you gotta get with it and rick and morty is all on hulu by the way guys i've been watching it non-stop uh getting prepared for july 31st i believe when it comes back or maybe it's july 30th whatever when it comes back it's on y'all know i'm gonna be watching it um uh, so yeah man make sure you guys get loot crate go to lootcratecom slash tbgwt enter code tbgwt and you get three dollars off of any new subscription uh what was your favorite thing that you got from loot crate lately care oh it's so much stuff but i like uh i'm a big fan of steven universe and i know you were your draws but i got a pair of steven universe draws too mm-hmm. universe steven universe draws y'all mm-hmm. uh that's one of my favorite things i did enjoy mine um and that nice material they're well made like it's mm-hmm. not that flimsy shit mm-hmm. uh uh i think mine's gotta be still that spider-man figurine we got that's that's dope like it hangs upside down if you see it it's, it's movable it's got a little web he's shooting out at you it's great to take pictures of man i love that stuff put it right on my shelf oh and something else i also like mm-hmm. um joker's uh girlfriend harley quinn harley quinn they, they got a skirt mm-hmm. that uh is like a black and red skirt and they got some socks to match i like those i like to wear that in the house mm-hmm so yeah lootcrate.com slash tbgwt code tbgwt look like harley quinn in the house while you're doing stuff yes for no reason <clears throat> all right let's get to these guests the races a naked man rummages through cars uh according to evansville pd the hell could be in the cars <laughs> ah, i don't know well was he maybe he was rummaging for some clothes he was arrested police say he rummaged through cars at an auto repair shop all while completely naked adrian armstead is facing public nudity and public intoxication charges police were called to the repair shop late tuesday night several people have reported seeing a naked man going through three different cars officers say when they got there armstead was inside one of the cars still nude after maybe he just got transported from the future and this is terminator 5 i know right didn't tell nobody after a search officers found his clothes on the opposite side of the lot police say armstead smelled alcohol and acted abusive towards uh officers he was taken to jail and held on a hundred dollars bond karen guess the race of adrian armstead oh white and so the it failed it only took you uh to the half of the parking lot and you didn't get to actually go to time <laughs> yeah he didn't go back in the future Some, somebody got them somebody missed their numbers up uh still alive white 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 says ap uh looks like that's all the guesses i guess y'all aren't feeling too uh i know too race happy chocolate haha this is a doo-doo baby black this this doo-doo baby i remember that joke on Chappelle. that's a great reference to uh uh low bond white white the correct answer is everybody went white except one person and everybody was wrong what police and shooting what's happening 
what's happening is y'all got it wrong he was a white man only one a black man okay a black man only one person got it you get the golf clap good show old boy Ooh, that old school box i know he's like a rapper he's taking it back to the 80s cool it now yes. slow it down yeah, i got to lose my clothes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah i don't I know think what I happened might be drunk. <laughs> oh that's terrible but yeah he uh he got busted looking like you eddie kane what mean you don't want to hang with old eddie kane a man was fired for intervening in a kidnapping attempt oh shit hey he lost his job trying to save a child a man from portland oregon was fired in june for aiding police in thwarting a kidnapping attempt the month before on may 12th dylan reagan 32 hired a i mean heard a co-worker yell for help in response to a domestic dispute in the parking lot upon exiting the store he saw the lady who's frantic and crying and she's screaming somebody help me please he's stealing my child he's kidnapping my child he and his co-worker immediately called police and the dispatcher advised him to follow the drunk violent man from a safe distance until police arrived at the time the only thing he was thinking was about the child safety reagan said they trailed the man on foot for about three blocks then officers arrived after giving their witness statements the pair returned to work about 10 minutes later it wasn't over yet however reagan says he was scolded by a supervisor the next day he said you did the wrong thing you should have just gone back to work reagan said in an interview which is a real catch-22 damned if you do damned if you don't he lamented on june 10th reagan confused and frustrated took to facebook to voice his discontent the friday before mother's day i was involved in a kidnapping attempt at my place of work <laughs> that makes it sound like you did the kidnapping a woman has been assaulted and her had been assaulted her child was being abducted by a drunk violent man who was making a quick exit with the child in his arms my co-worker and i called the police and followed their directions to follow a dis to follow at a distance to make sure they could find him when the squad car arrived at the scene because of the actions of my co-worker and myself that child was rescued rescued from his abductor and the man was arrested on the spot today home depot terminated my employment i was fired for stopping a kidnapper from successfully abducting a child yeah and and, and was so <clears throat> they're white and i think what's uh fucked up about as far as the job is concerned you shouldn't have left the property because you were quote unquote on the clock yeah he posted a picture that he got uh, a letter from oregon uh employment department which stated you were employed by the home depot until june 19 2017 when you were fired because you assisted the police in preventing a kidnapping this was not a willful or wantonly negligent violation of the standards of behavior an employee has a right to expect of an employee employer has a the right to expect of an employee reagan captured the photo fuck you home depot though he was fired for violating the company's safety policy he stood by the decision saying it was still the right thing to do the ensuing flurry of facebook activity caught media attention and the story blew up according to reagan home depot no doubt stunned by the negative press quickly reviewed the case again finally on july 8th he took to facebook to update the masses home depot has offered to reinstate my position in the company along with appropriate back pay up to the day determination as a show of good faith and assured me there will be no retaliation if i choose to take them up on the offer he decided to take them up on the offer because he missed his co-workers and enjoy helping customers at the store we wish him the best of luck guess the race white all right let's check the chat room see what you guys believe uh when keeping it real goes wrong captain lose a job white only a black man could get fired for being a hero oh <laughs> this sounds like how they treat a black person but it's oregon and his name is reagan i'm gonna go white 
black says eve y'all was split on this one a lot of controversial no no everybody's all over the place dudley do white says chrishell the correct answer Orioles. he is and karen you said white right Mm -hmm. he's a white man just take your time to play it's in oregon and his last name reagan some people got it wrong though they said black karen yeah i like that his picture is him looking sad holding a cat mm-hmm. home depot had to let him back i mean come on look at that guy wouldn't hurt right. a fly <laughs> right look. god fire for trying to help somebody keep their kid from getting kidnapped yeah, damn companies don't give a fuck as far as they was concerned somebody was mad because you left property on their clock you can't be saving people on the clock dog mm-hmm. speaking of kidnappings uh let's go to the next one uh this round <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race for the bonus round against the race so far. Karen is one and one, but can she make it up in the bonus round? Let's see. All right. Let's see if you can do it. A New York man, construction worker, staged his own kidnapping to scam his widowed mother out of ransom money. Oh, shit. A New York man has been arrested and charged with two felonies at the police in Long Island say he faked his own kidnapping in an attempt to shake down his mother for ransom money. According to Nassau County Police Department, 31-year-old Michael Sorbera of Huntington on Friday morning sent his mother text messages claiming he was in trouble. The victim, a 62-year-old woman from Elmont, got a call later that day that from another man who instructed her to wire money to Western Union in her son's name. Police say the caller threatened uh, to physically harm Sorbera if she if her if his mother failed to pay up the ransom during the call sobera got on the phone telling his mother she he was abducted and begged her to hand over the money to his captors according to police instead of complying the 62 year old widowed mother to contacted the police who quickly found her son at his apartment didn't even try an investigation determined the 31 year old construction worker was not a victim of kidnapping he was promptly taken into custody so bearer has been charged with second degree grand larceny and fourth degree conspiracy is later arraigned on those charges and his bail was set at ten thousand dollars or five thousand dollars cash uh the man who called Sobera's mother pretending to be the kidnapper has not been arrested as of monday morning Sobera's recent social media post suggests that he and his mother were very close and in several rapturous statements updates that uh bad that the man expressed his gratitude for his, her love and dedication as a parent and one heartfelt mother's day post Sobera described his mother in glowing terms as a one-of-a-kind motivation motivating force of positivity and love he went on in the same vein writing they broke the mold when it comes to you as a person but most importantly to me a mother you taught me never to give up no matter how bad things might get but to put your best foot forward and hold my head high and believe in myself when it comes to blackmailing your ass guess the race karen joanne the skimmer white <laughs> a co- get out of his caucasian house get out of his caucasian house chat room says white a black mama ain't paying no ransom for a grown-ass man white owes money ah! owes money to tony soprano white <laughs> white people always faking a kidnapping <laughs> is that a stereotype that's a I good one know. he's a white man like richie cunningham 
uh putter in his right pitching wedge in his other hand call mom by first name white white and white the correct answer is and all of you got it he was white oh somebody said white black mom would have been like boy stop paying on my phone right yeah man he wrote all that nice shit about her on facebook and straight up scammed her ass Mm -hmm. what a piece of shit mom you are they broke the mold by the way i'm speaking of broke i'm broke can i have a thousand dollars i just got kidnapped she probably would have gave it to him don't make me cut my own finger off and send it to you he didn't even try he was sitting at home what a terrible you're a terrible person bro uh all right let's uh see um uh yeah let's go ahead and get into the sword ratchetness segment of the show and get out of here it's been a long week if you want to hear has. us we've been everywhere mm-hmm. check your favorite show listing crown and collards well. crown and collards i was on the mundane festival uh i don't think our sunday civic sunday is out yet no it's not but crown and collards mundane festival uh three fields podcast coming out thursday i'm on that project fandom already out project fandom is out um uh it's just i'm everywhere guys yeah mm-hmm. i'm everywhere okay they say my name on these podcast streets you say it with respect A man brandished a sword cane at Mount Dora Pool Hall, police say. Like Dora the Explorer? Apparently so. Guess he was exploring that sword cane. <laughs> <laughs> Stabber, no stabbing. Ha 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 ha. cane, man. That's when you really, you you a mischievous motherfucker, dog. This is the bartender at Backhats. I just had a guy come in here with an invalid ID. I told him to leave. He wouldn't leave. He threatened to hit me with his cane, and I'm a... Where is he at right now? They're fighting in my parking lot. Are they physically fighting? Yes, they're physically fighting. And you're at Fat Cats, correct? Ma'am. You're at Fat Cats? Okay. Is he black, white, or Hispanic? Uh, they are whitish, Hispanic. I couldn't even tell you. But they're threatening all my customers. They're threatening me. Okay, how many people? Two gentlemen. One is wearing a Detroit Tigers hat. Another one is wearing some kind of weird hat. Um, the one dude with the Detroit Tigers hat has on a Miami shirt. The other guy has khaki pants on with a black shirt. They're standing in my parking lot. Now, oh, and his cane is a sword. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually threatened me with a weapon. <laughs> So it's a sword? It's a sword, yeah. It pulls out into a sword. My bar back has the sword right now. Oh, okay. Huh? No, right now there's two guys in the parking lot. She really said that matter of factly. And his cane is a sword. <laughs> right. Well, I'll be damned. Well, one just never sees. Like, oh, by the way. Like, they taking it back with this. Yep. Uh, apparently, Victor Cows, 47, was arrested after police attempted. I mean, arrived at 12.30 a.m. at the bar and pool hall. 
uh they found him bleeding for the gash on his forehead a conversation between amanda millisick who was pregnant jesus that's some hood shit for some white people it's a white dude y'all refused to serve him alcohol because he had no valid id melichick told police she soon after found kales with a beer in his hand and took it away from him when he yelled at her give me my fucking beer back he, she told police that cows then uh Callis maybe then walked to the bar entrance and raised up his cane he said i will kill you Milichick's boyfriend and another friend came up to Calais and scored him outside when the altercation broke out brandon knight pulled his friend shane watson away from the confrontation the sword was removed from his sleeve uh knight then received a cut on his right pinky and right uh ring finger cows also headbutted watson in the left temple and grazed his arm with the sword according to a rest report Kyle said he was not sure what took place or how he got his injuries to his forehead Kyle's brother jorge was also there he was said to have tried to calm victor down to prevent any further altercation however there was no controlling victor he's currently out on fifteen thousand dollars bond boy i tell you these people in these fucking swords man coming to the pool hall ruining everything this ain't roadhouse motherfucker ah all right man we'll be back saturday for our feedback show uh until then uh go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt mm-hmm. use code tbgwt please do all right we'll talk to y'all soon until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.